Yo, today's QOD is you cannot feel sad enough for someone to make them happy. Here we go. Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got a brand new speaker on the show for you today. His name is David Meltzer. And today, David is going to share the four things that you need in order to be happy. Here's David. You know, one day I, I walked into my house and I saw, you know, this b- beautiful wife of mine crying to her uncle. And she was telling him, I, I don't know if Dave can pull us out of this. Right? I, I, I don't know. We, we haven't really been here. I'm really scared. I was crushed. I was thinking, oh my God, you know, I, I, I've lost all my money. Now I'm going to lose my soulmate and my family. And her uncle responded and he said, you know, Dave has accomplished so much in his life so easily. I can't wait to see what happens with his back against the wall. Wow. That fired me up when my wife confronted me and told me for the first time that she wasn't happy. And I, she had asked me, she said, you should go back, Dave, and you should take stock in who you were and also take stock in what you've become. And so I went back and I thought about Descartes and I thought about the mind and the body and the soul and I thought about my mom and, and what I had learned. And I realized that my mom and, and Descartes and others had empowered me with four things to be happy. One was gratitude. The second was empathy. The third, accountability. And the fourth, effective communication. Now, gratitude, gratitude was so easy for me, right? Everybody knows what gratitude. Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. But gratitude gave me a positive perspective no matter what I had. It's so powerful. In fact, I tell people today, if you want to change your life, it's as easy as two simple words. Thank you. In fact, the best habit that you can have, I've done research for the last 10 years in quantum physics, metaphysics, physics, and I will tell you the best effective habit that you can have is to say thank you before you go to bed and, before, and when you wake up. If you can say or think thank you before you go to bed and say it and think it when you wake up for 30 straight days, I guarantee you it'll change your life. Now, how many here think you can do that for 30 straight days? Invariably, everybody raises their hand. <laughs> the saddest part is by tonight, half of you will not say or think thank you. By the morning, another half of you will not say or think thank you. And unfortunately, in three days, almost all of us will forget to say thank you. I've given you the easiest way, gratitude, to change your life, and yet we're so far in our own way, we can't even say thank you for 30 straight days. The second tool that my mom gave me was empathy. Now, empathy is a lot trickier than gratitude because empathy most people think of as sympathy. They think, oh, I feel so sad for you. But I will be here to tell you that you cannot feel sad enough for someone to make them happy. You cannot feel sick enough to make them well, and you definitely can't be poor enough to make them rich. Empathy is so much more powerful. Empathy is forgiveness. And guess who we have to forgive? That's right, ourselves. We have to forgive ourselves because we can't give what we don't have. So I set on this journey to do more research on gratitude and empathy, and I found a scientific research article 
on empathy. And it talked about negative energy and holding grudges and how holding grudges and negative energy affects not only our bodies, right? It changes our cardiovascular system, our sympathetic nerve system, all these physical things in our body, but it also changes our mind. It creates anxiety and stress. And furthermore, it actually changes our emotions, our soul. By providing empathy or forgiveness to others, we actually can feel compassion for the negative energy that's been perpetrated on us. I found a doctor, her name is Candace Pert, and she's a famous neurologist. She was the one that discovered the opiate receptors in the brain, far above my brain. Uh, but, but anyway, she actually has done 250 research articles on the molecules of emotion. She actually takes scientific research and legitimizes how the mind, body, and soul are one and how it creates its own medicine. She discovered through her research that we actually can change the way our mind, body, and soul react by simply understanding that they are not separate and that every illness we have has a psychosomatic component to it. Unbelievable. I was like, Poof. first my mom's giving me bad advice. Now Descartes has screwed up my whole life by telling me these things are separate. Are you kidding me? Well, the, the one thing that I realized then is that uh, I had to find out what was truly the combination of mind, body, and soul. And I luckily manifested it by taking, believe it or not, a plane to India. And next to me was this lovely doctor. She was about four feet 11, Dr. Sangeeta Sahi. And she looked at me and she said, David, she said, are you okay? And in my arrogant, idiot mind, I'm thinking, am I okay? I'm rich. Of course I'm okay. Are you kidding me? She said, no, you're so full of light, but you're blocking it. And I found out later that she was a practitioner of theta or quantum healing. And she said to me, David, do you meditate? And I rolled my eyes back in my head. I'm like, are you kidding? Meditate? I make things happen. My friends that meditate, they're high on their mom's couch, right? <laughs> That's not me. I make things happen. I work hard. My, my wife, she's spiritual. She meditates, but that's not for me. She said, but what if I could teach you to meditate to increase the vibration of your body? to increase the vibration of your mind, to increase the vibration of your soul. And I said, well, what would that do? She said, well, David, everything vibrates. The earth vibrates the slowest. Those are minerals, then plants, animals, and then humans. And then sound vibrates faster in light. And then the, the thought, thoughts vibrate faster than anything. And Dave, do you know what thought vibrates the fastest? I looked at her puzzled and she said, the truth, the truth. She said, I can teach you to vibrate closer to the truth. And you only can be aware of that which vibrates equal to or less than your vibration. Wow. That changed my whole life. I said, this meditation thing may change my whole life and I can change it very simply. And the one truth I wanted to understand really well was accountability. Because I never understood when my mom was explaining accountability to me and I, I thought about sitting at a stop sign and some kid texting behind me and slamming into the back of me and my mom would say, oh, but you're accountable. And as a lawyer, I'm thinking, BS, I'm, they're liable. Well, that was the problem, right? I was confusing accountability with liability and my mom would teach me to ask two questions. Number one, what did I do to attract that into my life? And two, what am I supposed to learn from that? After that, I'll call the insurance company. So accountability was extremely important. Then finally, it came effective communication. 
And effective communication is the ability to connect to everything that's relative to me. All that's relative to me, the people, the places, the things, all the associates, all the relationships, even the universe. And if I can connect to all of those things, I can be inspired or in spirit, and I can vibrate closer to the truth and be aware of so much more. But I had a problem connecting because I had these three levels that I had to connect on. One is that body level of conscious thought. I have this little guy in my head that is negative, but I learned to cancel those negative thoughts. So all conscious thoughts to me, if they are negative, they attract more negative thoughts to me. I just say cancel. And then what happens is once in a while, I attract that same negative thought back. I'm having trouble sleeping. I wake up early anxious. I know no one else is like that. And I can't understand why, but then I realize it's because I have a belief in my mind that negative belief is attracting the negative thought back. So I had to come up with a mechanism called clear. So when it happens, I just clear my mind, clear. And then finally, there were some things that just made me unhappy. I couldn't understand it, not at a physical level, not at a mental level, but I kept attracting the same things back into my life. Even though I changed my thoughts and I changed my physicality, it kept coming back. The, The same person dating, the same business issues, the same business partner, all these things, I can't understand why. It's because I had to learn to shift my energy. And this is how we do it. I close my eyes and I think about what makes me most unhappy. And in what makes me most unhappy, I find a light. And I find that light and I cover what makes me most unhappy. And then in the same mind's eye, I look and I see what makes me most happy. My family, Bananas Foster's Cheesecake, whatever I love. And I take what makes me most unhappy and I take that light and I cover it over what makes me happiest. And now I have one big ball light in front of me from what makes me most unhappy and what makes me happy and I put it over myself. And I hold that light there until my energy shifts and I feel happy. Now gratitude will give you a positive perspective. Empathy will give you peace. Accountability will liberate you but effective communication, connecting to all, will empower everyone to empower even more people to be happy. And that makes us all happy. Thank you very much. All right, friends, that was David Meltzer wrapping up the week. His website is davemeltzer.com. You can find that talk on the YouTube. It is called Empathy Plus Gratitude Equals Success. I hope you enjoyed this week's clips. It was a joy sharing them with you, and I'm going to see you on Monday. Have an amazing weekend. I am out. Peace. Peace.